0: While still dark, I was talking to a number of young people who, back in March, when COVID first hit, they didn't really know what to do in the face of COVID. And some of them began actually doing this thing of reading the Bible in a year. And now, catching up with them more recently, They've been reading the Bible, maybe not every day, but overall been doing that. And they say their faith is stronger now than it's ever been. And it began with stepping forward in faith in a time when so many things were unknown. Today we hear how Mary Magdalene heads for the tomb while it was still dark. You think about it. Here her friend, her Lord, was brutally murdered right in front of her. And the disciples are hiding out because, well, if they come after the leader, well, they're going to come after everybody else. They're not sure what's going to happen. He said he was God. We thought he was God. And in this space of uncertainty, what does she do? She goes to the Lord. She goes to the place of darkness, the place of death, the place where she knows she last saw the Lord. And God blesses her for this act of faith. That what happens, she encounters the empty tomb and she runs and tells the apostles. We call Mary Magdalene the apostle to the apostles. And later on, as Peter tells us in our first reading, They all encounter the living Lord and they they eat with him and drink with him. But it began with an act of faith. This past Thursday, Bishop Olmsted released a document on the Eucharist. And it's something that is key to our faith. And I think we've never been more conscious of that in this year where for a lot of people for two months... There was no Mass, no Eucharist. And if you lived in a different place, it was even longer. And for some people, actually, even today during Easter Sunday, there have been multiple people who have come up to me that this is the first Mass that they've been at in a year. This is the first time they've received the Eucharist in a year, which is actually beautiful too, to, to come to know that, that the Lord is here. And so Bishop Olmsted wrote this document about how one of the things he talks about is just as the Israelites were given manna in the desert, their daily bread, for an unknown future, that God gives us himself, the Eucharist, to be our strength as we step into an unknown future. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, a week from now, a year from now. It is interesting, right? This is one of the most anxious generations. Like, Father, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I was like, well, I, I don't either. <laughs> like, like, by definition, nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. The, fu- the future is unknown for all of us, which, which actually also provides incredible opportunity. The future is not written yet. I know where I've been, and, and it hasn't always been the greatest, but the future's not written. And and I, I, I can be paralyzed by that at times, but I don't think the Lord wants that. And I don't, I don't think that's what our example gives us today of Mary Magdalene. That the Lord invites us to lean into the unknown. To set out, knowing that when we step out in faith, the Lord will catch us every single time. For, for, some, of, for some of us here tonight, maybe that's coming tonight. It's like, I'm going to go. And the Lord's like, yes. That, that the Lord is actually the one who's drawing us. He's, he's doing something. And if we listen to that, he's going to bless us. At the beginning of the year, there were a number of students who they they put their toe in the water here at the Newman Center. uh, Students who weren't Catholic and they're looking at it saying, I I feel like I think I want to learn more about the Catholic faith. There was one young lady who um, she approached me and she said, Father, I want to be baptized, but I'm really nervous about COVID and I have a lot of anxiety already. I have panic attacks, all that kind of stuff. And she said so i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of tune in on zoom and i'm not gonna i don't want to i can't do that and she shared how throughout the whole year just her anxiety with everything was just a lot for her and last night she and three other students were were baptized here and and after the baptism there you know there were 10 total students receiving sacraments the the four baptized students they had their candle lit from the paschal candle here the christ candle and they were going around and lighting the candles of each person. And we're all kinda, you know, we're lined up and I'm like, where'd she go? Um, and, And I look around and she was upstairs going to a crowd of students up there. She didn't know, but she wanted to make sure that every student had the chance to have their candle lit. That here's this shy girl who has put herself out in little ways, learning about the Catholic faith, choosing to go on retreat virtually on Zoom, choosing to um, do these different steps, choosing to join a Bible study online. And now she is sharing her faith with others. Our faith grows as we step out. Easter, invites us to make us a response. Do I believe that Christ rose from the dead? We believe in a a real resurrection, that Jesus was standing there, and we're gonna hear next week, Thomas touched his hands, that Jesus ate with them. And these disciples who had been huddled in fear suddenly go out with joy, with confidence to their death? Because they know the one who conquered death. The one who takes the worst things that life can throw at us and makes something even better come from it. And if Jesus is God, and if Jesus rose from the dead, if he has power over darkness and sin, do I believe that that power can be manifested in my own life? Do I believe that he can bring light into my darkness? Do I believe that he can take the sins and mistakes of the past and make something even better happen? Isn't that crazy? We believe that. We believe that God can do something better with my mistakes in my life. My life is better than if I never made those mistakes. That's how good and powerful our God is. That's, that's the, the resurrection that Christ wants to bring about in our own lives. So how do we do that? It's it steps like coming here tonight. It's steps like opening up the Bible. It's steps like learning more about our faith. It doesn't, happen, it doesn't happen magically in a moment. It can. God's grace is actually the one thing that can do that. And sometimes that happens. I've experienced some of that. But it's more, it's more gradual. It's more the beginning of the new life. It's like an analogy would be the day that the Allies landed in Normandy. The war was not over. It wasn't finished. But something changed that day, that light began to enter the darkness. And it was a light that grew as the darkness and evil faded. That the same thing is invited to happen in our lives. That as we step out, as we we reach out to the Lord who reaches out to us in our darkness, that we open up ourselves to more and more light. Recently, uh, one of my buddies shared a podcast with me of a podcaster I like Patrick Lencioni and and he, this is a, from a few months ago and the title of the podcast is basically plant your tree and he said you know you may have heard this before do you know do you know the best time to plant a tree 10 years ago <laughs> the second best time it's today I felt this even with COVID. So many people said, you know, I wish I had done this at the beginning of COVID. I wish when stocks were way down, I wish I would have taken my money and invested in those things. The question is, what am I going to do today? How is Christ inviting me to step out in the darkness, knowing that he's there calling me? That's our invitation Paul promises us today that as we seek what is above, as we seek him who is above, that Christ will appear, that he will come into my darkness with his light.